Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Hero or Zero here on the Heroes for Hire podcast. My name is Sean Mean, and joining me as always is part man, part machine, Connor Lawler. Zero one zero one. I'm here to have fun. <laughs> oh, very good, very good. He's he's doing very well. I'm getting improv is to him tough recently. as a robot. <laughs> <laughs> a robot's consistently without feeling. True, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, Connor, what is Hero or Zero? Hero or Zero is the show where we pick one comic book character every single week. We talk their good points and their bad points, and we just generally give everyone a bit of a rundown of everything to do with that character. So, I normally do DC characters. Sean, you normally do Marvel characters, and I'm very excited about this week because you mentioned on Monday that with the release of the new Shang-Chi trailer, that this was a character I know nothing about. And you said, don't worry, Connor, you gave me a little tap on the head, I've got this covered (laughs) for Friday. And so I feel safe right now that you are going to fill everyone in, and I hopefully, I'm sure the listeners are in the same area that I'm in, that I know nothing about this character, and I'm very interested, because the first trailer, really good. So Sean, please, let us know what's up with this dude. (laughs) Okay, so I knew a bit about Shang-Chi going into it, and I did a bit more of a deep dive for this report. Um, He's been around for quite a few years, so he has gone through several changes. Um, So I'm going to cover some of his origin, and then just some story he appears in, which kind of like shows what he's like as a character, basically. Um, So to start off, Shang-Chi, also known as Master of Kung Fu, uh, is a superhero... Yep, uh, is a superhero that was created by Steve Engelhart and artist Jim Starlin, um, first appearing in 1973, um, which was during the Bronze Age of comic books. Okay, Um, not the Bronze Age of Earth. No, that was much before. Okay, no, just wanted to make that clear. Okay, good. Lock that in right away, because you're going (laughs) to need to know that. (laughs) When does Pompeii happen in this universe? 
I don't know, but it's going to go down a storm, <laughs> let me tell you. Um, so Shang was raised to become a deadly assassin by his father, uh, the immortal crime lord and sorcerer Fu Manchu. Now, do, look, I, I got confused about this on Monday because it is confusing. He was originally called Fu Manchu because that was a, a, an already existing story. And they were just like, oh, that sounds like a vaguely Chinese sounding name. Uh, and it, he's gone through several changes, his father as well. Um, okay. For the purposes of this, um, it's going to be Fu Manchu or Zi Zheng, which I think I'm pronouncing wrong, but we'll, we'll get just through ex- it. But if you say it out straight, I'm definitely pronouncing that wrong, then nobody can be mad. <laughs> Nobody can be mad. Um, however, Shang-Chi became aware of his father's evil nature and he defected after his first assignment. Um, so he his first assignment, he was sent to kill one of his father's most kind of outspoken um, uh, an- antagonists. Someone who really did not like his father, basically. And Shang-Chi goes, kills this man, gives him a judo chop to the neck. Judo chop to the neck is the way he judo goes. Judo chop to the neck. While this oh, old man is shit. asleep. Oh, he's uh, Sean Connery them. No way. He's Sean Connery. <laughs> Let's not start calling it that. I've always said that Sean Connery was the Kung Fu master. And this has confirmed it. Because the real Kung Fu master in comic books has Kung Fu chopped the man to death. That's, that's true. And after he did it. He was like, he like learned a bit about the man. He was like, oh, this was a good man I killed. Oh, I've been lied to by my father the whole time. Oh. Well, fuck this. And he like took it upon himself. He systematically went after various elements of his father's criminal empire, um, allied with the likes of MI6, um, to take down his own father. Um, so it just took one instance of him being like, oh, my father lied to me. My father's bad. And that was it. He just decided, no, I don't want that. Even though his father had trained him up from, like, when he was born to be, like, the ultimate assassin. Yeah, he was just like, no, he still had, like, morals. He still had his own sense of self. Interesting, okay. Um, So, in retaliation, uh, Fu Manchu sent a number of assassins to kill his son. Um, None of them succeeded because... He, he, he like Shang Chi has been trained since birth to be an absolute killing machine. So what his father has basically created the ultimate enemy and then like pissed him off, so he, he can't get rid of him. Exactly. Um, so after years of playing at games of deceit and death, Shang Chi eventually retired from the espionage world. So he had teamed up with the likes of MI Six. He teamed up with Iron Fist for a point. Um, who they they're in a lot of comics together because they're both fighty boys. Um, but eventually I feel he like decided. He's, I feel like he's carrying Iron Fist. Like Danny Rand is being carried a quite a lot here. Iron Fist is quite competent in the comics. Yeah, uh, no, actually, sorry, I I just have the visualization of Netflix still in my head. So yeah, comic book, okay. comic book Iron Fist, I'm sure is an absolute badass. Yeah, uh, he is. <laughs> I mean, he's good friends with Shang Chi. Um, but he, Shang-Chi eventually decides, look, I'm out of this. I, I'm I'm done. I don't want this life anymore. Um, so it, it, it's kind of something that happens. You've mentioned it with a few DC characters that they just kind of don't know what to do with the character. So they just say he retires for a while and then eventually he'll get pulled back out. Yeah, it's sometimes a thing of when you create a character that's too powerful or like, for example, Shang-Chi, he's, a, he's the best fighter in the comic books. 
So once you create a character that that's his big draw, but after 10 years, people are kind of like, okay, well, he's the best fighter. He Nobody poses any harm to him whatsoever. Why should we read? And so then maybe sometimes they go, okay, well, we'll shelve them for five years or 10 years. They're retired. And then bring yeah. them back. Exactly, yeah. And um, the, the, one of the reasons he came back um, was that a, a little event called Civil War happened. And what was brought in was the Superhuman Registration Act, um, where all heroes had to be registered with the government to continue operating. Um, so Shang-Chi uh, joined a little team, Connor, called Heroes for Hire. Interesting. Please do go on. I can't remember him being on the show, but go on. <laughs> so he basically, Heroes for Hire was basically funded by um, the government and Tony Stark um, as a team of investigators and basically like bail bondsmen basically that absolute they would go to bags. absolute heroes <laughs> uh, best podcasts on the net some have said um, <laughs> they someone, would, someone's they would, looked at Shang-Chi and said he, I bet he's great at movie Mondays that's what they've said about him I bet he could replace both of the current hosts correct? yes absolutely um, so basically they would go around to all these unregistered heroes and just be like look we're heroes we get it but register it's better you can still operate you'll get a wage um, basically trying to convince them to come over to their side during this time he developed romantic feelings for his teammate Tarantula but her overly violent nature shamed him and he lost his centre um, so he Shang-Chi is very um, he, he knows his he knows his self very well um, and he ha- he just knows that, like, look, this is what I believe is right and I'm going to stand by this no matter what. That way I can just move forward and I always know I'm right. But the fact that he has romantic feelings for someone who is quite violent and aggressive, he doesn't see that as right, but he still has feelings for her. Yeah, I think so that's... An, if he's unsure an, about that, he... I was going to say that's an interesting character design, though. You create a character that has, like, is full of just ideals... And then you have a moment where they question their own ideals. Like, they do it all the time with Batman. He's just like, oh, criminals are bad, I'm going to get rid of them all. But that's why him and Catwoman's relationship work so well. Because he's like, fuck, I can't get rid of her. Because I'm actually romantically involved with her. And so it adds a whole new dimension that he's not a robot. Like, he believes those things, but he still has feelings. Exactly, yeah. And and that's what makes it an interesting character is when they have problems. Um... Shortly after this, um, the event World War Hulk happened. So this is where Hulk came back from Sakaar. He had a whole like um, like battalion behind him, basically. Um, he had been sent into Earth by the likes of um, Professor X and Black Bolt and Iron Man, Reed Richards, some noted dickheads within there. And so he was on the <laughs> warpath. Right. Um, so uh, there... Um, Basically, one of the members of Heroes for Hire, a guy called Humbug, um, he killed one of the hatchlings um, that were basically belonging to one of the aliens. Um, When the aliens tried to identify who killed essentially their baby, Humbug, noted bastard that he is, uh, gave Tarantula's name instead. Ah, Okay, right. I can see where this is going. Yeah, so Shang-Chi infiltrated the hive with the intent of rescuing Humbug, 
um, and hopefully just taking him back to safety. After hearing of Humbug's betrayal of Tarantula, however, Shang-Chi lost his temper and murdered Humbug. Fuck. Um, Grieving over how completely he had lost his way, Shang-Chi left the heroes uh, so that he could meditate and renew his connection to his spirit. Right, so in terms of Shang-Chi, does he have, like, Danny Rand Iron Fist, like, he has the really powerful magical fist, but Shang-Chi doesn't have anything like that. He's just an amazing fighter. Yeah, Shang-Chi is, like, it's really weird because it's, he, he, look, and there are instances where he has powers. He has the power to duplicate himself at one point. Um, it's it's not the version I like, so I'm not really covering it. Um, okay. But his main thing is that he can focus his his chi or his ki, um, meaning that like it's not necessarily magic. It's just that he is he's in such total control of his body that he can make it do things that wouldn't normally be possible. Right, okay. It's a very comic booky way, but it it's a, it adds if another he, layer that he's so good at kung fu he becomes superhuman. Exactly, yeah. You know the kung fu thing and it's in a, like every movie mind over matter. Yeah. That is like a good way of summing up Shang-Chi. Is that like anything he sets his mind to, he will do it. It's like the end of dodgeball when he blindfolds himself and he becomes good at dodgeball. <laughs> Essentially the same thing, correct. <laughs> It's the only uh, <laughs> reference. <laughs> like there's the karate kid and everything. I'm like, no, let's go straight to no, Vince Vaughn. <laughs> <laughs> and Chuck Norris at the end there. That's all inspired. <laughs> Thank you, Chuck Norris. <laughs> um, so before the events of Spider Island, so Spider Island, and, and this is the thing, Shang-Chi pops up in a lot of stories um, as like the martial arts master. So that's why he's like linked to all these events. Um, so Spider Island was an event where citizens of New York started developing random powers similar to Spider-Man. Um, while this happened, Spider-Man lost his spider sense. I touched on this briefly in Movie Mondays. Um, so uh, the new, the a lady called Madam Web, who's based, is informant of Spider-Man, magical, spider-based, whole big thing, asked Shang-Chi if he would train Spider-Man in martial arts to compensate for his loss of his spider sense. So what Shang-Chi did is he donned magnetic gloves and shoes during their sparring sessions um, to help Spider-Man develop a unique fighting style that complemented his spider powers. Because Spider-Man can sense magnetic changes and electric currents and things like that. So by having having him be able to basically feel the air around a punch, um, that's how they compensated for the fact that he lost his spider sense. Right. And so in terms of Shang-Chi, then, is he more a teacher? Like, he, that kind of reminds me of, I mean, I mentioned Lady Shiva on Monday, and she's obviously the most talented fighter in DC, or one of the top three or whatever. But, like, Ted Cord, who plays Blue Beetle as well, he's kind of seen yeah. as like an old retired fighter, or Wildcat even. That I was thinking um, Wildcat as well. Yeah, Wildcat, like an old retired, like amazing fighter that teaches the next generation, or like, oh, I'm down on my luck, I'll go to him and he'll teach me something to do. Yeah, and it's not necessarily that he's a teacher, but anytime um, someone needs training, um, he is the like he is the authority on the martial arts, basically. So anytime right. that that is the specialty that's needed, he is the one you contact. Interesting. Um, okay, that's cool. Yeah, and so 
when ordinary New Yorkers started developing spider powers, Spider-Man was forced to rely on Shang-Chi's training in several situations. Um, when his spider sense returned, it worked in harmony with the techniques that Shang cha- taught him. So now it's just, it's even better, basically. Fuck, um, okay. Which, allow- which allowed him to defeat Kane Parker in a fight, who was, you know, the evil clone of Peter Parker. I, I love that idea that, like... Spider-Man is very powerful, but they lose their powers and they have to go to, like, the best human that there is that can teach them, like, I know that you always rely on your powers, but we can teach you to be better. Like, the idea that, um, like, Superman in a fistfight is shit, but the idea that, like, Superman, if Superman spent an hour with either Batman or whatever going through fighting techniques, he could be a million times better, but he just never has to do that because he's always super-powered. So why does he need to get into a kung fu battle with anyone? Exactly, it's never a, a, an, an issue for him. There's never that threat that he would need to like figure that out. Yeah, um, it's like, and th- and that's what's so cool about it is like, especially with someone like Spider Man who has gotten by on basically just being magic in the terms of like he has spider powers, he can do whatever he needs to. Shang Chi, like, he never had powers. He's just this good. Like, he's just yeah. like, the, he's the peak of like human fighting, basically. So in terms um, of the character himself, he is more of an associate with other comic book runs. Like, he probably had that initial run himself, but I'm I'm assuming that he probably doesn't have that many runs individually. No, now I think in recent years he has gotten his own run, probably because the movie was in development. Yeah. Um, same way that, like, Moon Knight is having a big resurgence and things like that at the minute. Um, but yeah, generally he, like, he'll pop up in other stories. He does have his own runs on occasion then. Okay. Um, perfect. And just so um, Shang-Chi eventually got spider powers as well. What? Uh, because all the normal people in New York were getting infested. And then Sp- uh, Shang-Chi eventually got them. And he fought along the other heroes in defending New York against all of the spider-powered criminals. <laughs> right, so, okay. It was this big, massive, like, spider-on-spider spider fight. It's ridiculous. Yeah, but imagine the comic book cover. Exactly, yeah. Like, you have Shang-Chi fucking swinging from a web. Like, yeah, like, I, I'm imagining, like, 50 Spider-Men, 25 on either side, just lined up, running towards each other. Put that on a comic book cover. Spider-Man all fighting each other. Wow, you've got to I read this. I buy 100 copies. <laughs> each for one, each Spider-Man. So, and you're going to love this next sentence, Connor. Okay. So, when the cosmic force known as the Phoenix Force returned to Earth... It went straight uh, to Jean Grey. Definitely didn't go to Shang-Chi because I've never heard of it. Go on. It staged a contest to determine its next host. <laughs> it staged uh, a contest? It, like Gladiator. What the Phoenix Force essentially did with Gladiator, it set up Mortal Kombat, basically. <laughs> There's no way. Who wrote that? That is ridiculous. It's fucking good, though. Uh, so Shang-Chi was one of many individuals uh, summoned to this um, this contest. The Phoenix Force empowered the assembled champions and had them fight each other in trials by combat. So they each got a portion of the Phoenix Force. Um, For his first round, Shang-Chi was pitted against Hyperion. Now, I don't know if we've ever talked about Hyperion. He's basically Superman. Fuck. Uh, Okay. Yeah. He is uh, basically uh, kind of an eternal... 
um, in terms of powers. So, you know, flight, super strength, do anything you want, basically. Already a god. Already a god. But he just happened to, you know, crash land in a small town and was raised by a humble <laughs> farming family. Um, of course he was. There is... Oh, I had it here somewhere because... Yeah, so his name is um, Mark Milton and... His name is Mark um, Lint. <laughs> <laughs> and as an adult, he moved to the city of Cosmopolis and took up a job as a cartoonist for a newspaper. Fuck as off. well as starting a relationship with fellow reporter Lonnie Latimer. <laughs> Blow his plane. <laughs> <laughs> and his friend, Timmy Bolson. <laughs> I mean, it's comic books, they all copy off each other. Like, this is the, wow, DC is so better. Like, they 100% looked at a few Marvel characters like, no, let's copy them too. Yeah, um, due to the Phoenix Force uh, overloading his senses to the point of insanity, Hyperion forfeited the match, giving Shang-Chi an easy victory. Jeez, Um, okay. The way this is explained on Hyperion's page on the Marvel Wiki, by the way, is that he realised that if he let the Phoenix Force in his head, uh, it would br- cause him to broaden his horizons and he would have to open his mind to new ideas. And he decided he didn't want that. <laughs> no, I don't want to think. Get out of my to... head, new thoughts. I'm a small town boy. <laughs> <laughs> What a shit reason for losing a fight. I just don't want to think more. I want to think less. I'm happy as I am. Yeah, you got to respect that stupidity. You do a bit, yeah. It's, it's very Clark Kent. Um, yeah. So, for his next match, Shang-Chi was pitted against Captain America. Oh, okay, that's a good fight. That's a very good fight. So, believing Shang-Chi to be the best suited of all the candidates... To becoming the Phoenix's next host. Don't tell me Steve Rogers steps down. No, Captain America convinced a reluctant Shang-Chi to defeat him in battle. Oh, for um, God. So yeah, of course. He's so good. I'm going to convince you to beat me to death, Shang-Chi. <laughs> like, that's how good Steve Rogers is. It, it, but, but he also recognises that, like, look, Shang-Chi, you are the dude who's, like, most in control of his own spirit. If anyone can, like, control the Phoenix Force, it's probably you. Yeah, but that's such a Steve Rogers thing that even when he loses, he's he wins. He like, wins, he's still, yeah, like, he wanted it. He's like, I wanted you to win. So when you beat me, it's actually not because of you, it's because I chose you. <laughs> Yeah, and during the fight, Shang-Chi was able to draw in and control more and more of the Phoenix's power. Just as he landed the final blow, Shang-Chi refused to use his powers to kill, um, which caused the Phoenix to intervene and eliminate him from the tournament, giving Captain America the win. Ah, for God's sake. And Cap is like, no, I didn't want this, but okay. <laughs> Gets oh, handed no. a bouquet. <laughs> oh, no, another win for the Cap. <laughs> Chalk that one. He has like a tally on his back of his shield. <laughs> so he gets like, I get to be a good guy and the winner. <laughs> yes. Interesting. Um, so that's like my last like story about Shang-Chi because honestly, his powers are interesting enough to talk about. Okay. Um, so first off, master martial artists. Uh, Shang-Chi is one of the greatest martial artists on earth. He was trained since birth to become the ultimate warrior. Um, he has been shown defeating multiple highly skilled opponents simultaneously, as well as superhumans. Um, his strength and his key 
allows him to strike with inhuman force, enabling him to break through barriers such as brick, concrete and iron, as well as withstand physical impacts to a superhuman degree. He can also ease all forms of pain and discomfort that he might feel. Fuck! And he has fought Iron Fist to a stalemate in single combat. Um, apparently, they're, the two are often portrayed as equals, but Black Panther has said that Shang-Chi is better uh, than Iron Fist. And Iron Fist has magic. Iron Fist does have magic. He has a big glowing fist. That he punches uh, you with and then you die. <laughs> just one punch and like a little flick. And you're gone. Yeah. Uh, he's a skilled gymnast. He has peak physical conditioning. Um, he has the highest level of strength, speed, stamina, endurance that a human can have without artificial enhancements. Right. So, fuck. Okay. So he's, he's like. The best. He's the best of the best. So, in terms of the movie, like, that's an interesting concept that he's trained from birth and then he just, like, departs, wants nothing to do with it. So, when he's brought back. It's going to be great that they're going to like send assassin after assassin and we just get to see him taking them all out one by one. Yeah, I hope he's just running through a gauntlet and he's just cutting like assassins even, down. Yeah, like or even not even a gauntlet, but like if he's like just leave me alone and every time an assassin turns up he beats him he's like just leave me alone. I don't want to be involved. I think they are doing some kind of a tournament in that movie for like who gets to take up the 10 rings after the mandarin. Interesting. Okay, and so is he going to... Would he be in the tournament, or will it be a case of they're like, we got to award it to him, because he's clearly the most, like, qualified? I think he'll be in the tournament, and he'll just fight his way through. Um, Because we were a bit confused on movie Mondays. It is the Mandarin. Like, his dad is the Mandarin in the movie. Right, so his dad wants him to come back to basically take part in in the competition. Exactly, like, prove your worth, take over the family business kind of deal. And so when he wins, he's going to be like, fuck you, dad, I'm definitely not taking over. Yeah, or he's going to take over and just completely make it a force for good. Ooh, I could see Shang-Chi is the Mandarin. I think that's a big call. They've already fucked the Mandarin up once. I don't think, I think they want him to be evil. That, yeah, just have him be a bad guy in the background all the time. Um, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, look, he's also a skilled marksman. He's proficient with all martial arts weaponry. Um, he has full nervous system control. So he can control his nervous system, allowing him to deaden his body to physical pain, resist the effects of drugs or poisons, uh, limit the spread of toxins in his bloodstream, and slow down his bleeding rate. See, that's a, that's a very comic booky thing that, like, there's no reason, but he's in such control he can slow down venom in his bloodstream. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's like... It's just convenient for him to be able to do that. Yeah, um, there's definitely a there's definitely an, um, a shot or a, a scene where like he has venom in him and he's controlling it while he slowly gets to the antidote that's like on the other side of the room and he's just like I'm slowly controlling it as I get there. He's yeah, I've channeled it all into this finger. Yeah, and the fingers like falls off. Um, He can also locate different pressure points on a person's body, using them to incapacitate, paralyze, severely injure or kill. Please, Sean, Um, the the cutlery chop, you think is what you want to say. The judo chop, correct. Yes, indeed. (laughs) Um, And he's also undergone extensive espionage training with MI6. He has an extensive knowledge of Eastern philosophy. Uh, He is a highly skilled fisherman. 
Uh, he is fluent in several languages, including English, Cantonese, Mandarin, and ancient Mandarin. He also has some knowledge of French. Um, in terms of strength, he has the strength level of a man his age, size, and weight who engages in intensive regular exercise. He can lift twice his body weight, um, but by using his key, he can temporarily increase his physical strength to an unknown amount. Right, okay, fucking hell. And on the Marvel 1-7 to rating system, durability of 4, energy projection of 3, fighting skills of 7, intelligence of 4, speed of 4, and strength of 3. And 3 is superhuman, isn't it? Or peak human? Uh, Peak human is 3. Um, and so four, four is, is superhumans. Like, so he's got superhuman intelligence and durability. Yeah, which Fucking I guess like, he can basically stop himself dying just by thinking about it. Jesus, this guy's really. And I think this is a really cool idea to involve him with the Avengers eventually. Like he's a completely new thing we haven't seen before. I think, especially because we've seen Cap or whatever, but they're like superhuman, that they have some sort of serum in them, whereas this guy has nothing. Exactly, like, and it, we're playing around a bit of that with Winter Soldier, because if it's just superhumans fighting superhumans, it like they're, it, they're too even in that case. I want to see, mm. you know, someone use martial arts to take down Ultron basically yeah like that's way cooler there's absolute stakes that you're like fuck he definitely could lose yeah and yeah there's way to it so I'm really excited for the movie I think it so far anyway it looks amazing I saw um, on Twitter they have the cinematographer behind it did like Scott Pilgrim and everything like that oh so the, okay so the, like it's gonna look class as well like and the fight scenes in Scott Pilgrim are really good um, oh, so I have yeah. High high honestly, hopes for this. Honestly, like the first trailer really like changed a lot of people's minds. I think. I think a lot of people weren't even aware that it was coming out. And yeah, so, or what tone it would be, kind of, or, or what tone it would be. So I think this is. I watched the first trailer. I went. I want to watch the movie. So the trailer worked. I think. Yeah, yeah, and so like that's just an overview of Shang Chi. He's a character that's been around for a while. He's gone through some changes, but overall, he's just the best martial artist. His mind over matter is his whole deal. Cool, okay. Um, would you like me to take us out, Sean? Yes, please, Connor. Um, as Sean mentioned, we are c- currently watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but the last episode came out uh, yesterday, was it? Um, so Thursday. Was today? Today, Friday, sorry. It, it, um, it, it came out after we recorded, or before we recorded this. Yes, um, and so uh, we will be doing our final review of episode 5 and 6 next week of the Falcon and Winter yep. Soldier over on the Patreon and so you, if you want to head over there to check out that or any of the other movie reviews we've done, it is at patreon.com forward slash Heroes for Hire podcast. You can sign up to $5 a month and you get access to every movie review, every every review of everything we've ever done. That's over everything. there. Everything. Um, we reviewed the can, Bible one time. No, we didn't. <laughs> Page one. <laughs> uh, no. Um, you can also uh, head on over to our merch store. That is down below in the link. Um, we've got some cool shirts there or mugs or, or hats. Basically, just really cool stuff that if you want to represent us, that's a pretty cool idea. And I, my dream is that somebody sees somebody else in one of our shirts and is just like, fuck, that's a bit cool. They're also a Heroes for Hire listener. Um, yeah. 
you could also give us a like and review on whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on that would really really help us out but you can follow us on all the social medias as well they're all down below but most importantly just tell one human being that we exist just the one please so so I have been Conor Lawler I've been Sean Meehan and we'll see you next week guys bye bye 